Hey y'all, this is part two of our COVID series with Lisa Appia. I hope you did enjoy the first part. Don't forget to leave your comment, rate this podcast, and also um, follow us on Instagram, umami underscore conversations. Enjoy the rest. Blessing. Well, you were you were on mat leave, mm-hmm. but you still went back to work, okay. and you're working right now. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're running, you're doing your nine to your usual nine to five, and you're running reapply, and mm-hmm. you have your son, you have your husband, and all of that good stuff during a pandemic. How do you find balance or harmony with all of that? Yeah, it's you know, it's all about. I think a big thing is communication, being able to let my husband know, like, this is what I'm doing today. You know, can you pitch in here? Then he lets me know this is what he has and can you pitch in there? So communication is definitely key. But also uh, a big thing for me has been dividing the two worlds. So like now I'm in my We Apply office, but down over there in the hallway is my Government of Canada desk. <laughs> so, I love that. So being able to really separate the worlds, I don't, I don't mix them at all. Obviously, you know, just, you know, I don't want any conflict of interest, but just at the same time, I also just want peace of mind in terms of my own sanity, right? I don't want to be doing two things at the, at same, the same time. time. So, you know, it's, I, I usually in the morning, if I know, depending on the day, if I know I I have some business emails or things to respond to, I'll do that early in the morning. Um, LinkedIn, for example, I post every day. I usually do my LinkedIn stuff early in the morning before I start my actual job. Then I start my job and then I focus on that, uh, for, the day and then when I finish at four I pick up my son and then once I pick him up I I'm with him till usually till the bedtime and then in the evening that's when I I run my business essentially so I run it you know let's say from 7 30 to 10 30 11 that's when I get most things done but I'm grateful right now because of technology I've been able to automate a lot of things so you know, a lot of times maybe I'll, I'll, I'll write an email at 11 o'clock PM, but I'll automate it for it to only go out to you at 8 AM or I'll automate it for it to go out at noon, you know, at a reasonable time. So especially even with social media, people are like, you're always on it. And it's like, yeah, kind of. And not not really (laughs) (laughs) because I automate and I plan in advance. So if I know like this Saturday is a free Saturday, I will create content for like uh, sometimes a month, two months ahead. Um, you know, like I posted a video, for example, yesterday, I recorded that video, like in the summer. And I, I was thinking like, people are going to see my hair and think I change my hair every day. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a fact too. You do change your hair almost every day. So it's not as if it's something brand new. <laughs> but you know, it's just because, um, you have to plan ahead if you know that there's going to be a lot of things coming up. So, when I have a, a, a Saturday where I record my videos, I record them. Like last Saturday, I recorded reels. I recorded like six or seven reels. I think I showed you some of them. And they're not going to go out, but I'll spread them like one a week for at least a month, a month and a half. So, 
you know, that's how I do it. And that's how I've been able to balance the whole thing, just planning ahead of time and um, just being able to have good communication. And, um, you know, it it is, you know, to the benefit of, of everyone to be able to, to have something also of our own, you know, I see it as something yes. that it's not just my business. It's, it's the family's business. We're all sat in some way participating, pitching in and, and helping to make it a success. And so, sure. um, and I'm grateful that I, I am married to someone who is understanding that, that, you know, enables me to, um, and encourages me to build my personal brand and build my business brand while still, doing all these other things. So it's all about planning and just finding balance. Like now, for example, I have decided Sundays, I don't do like anything in terms of business or, or work. I just focus on, um, you know, church or just the family and, um, you know, having that, those kind of boundaries are really important. Like, some clients were emailing me this morning before for sure you're emailing me I respond to you in two seconds right away (laughs) but some things can wait you know especially if it's not an emergency yes it can wait and people will understand that it is Saturday at the end of the day or it is the weekend at the end of the day and you know even if I decide to reply on the spot I won't send it immediately so you can also understand that I, I do have boundaries, even if it's artificial ones, because it's through art, auto, automation, but you'll only get an, a response on, on, on Monday. Monday. So setting those boundaries also ha- has been helpful for me. I love that. You're such an inspiration, Lisa. And I think I always <laughs> tell you this, like you, like you, I don't even want to use the word you shock me each time because I know that you got it inside of you. Like, I'm going to just say a little background story because it's my sister and I'm, I'm allowed to embarrass <laughs> her. Like, Lisa is the type of, I remember when we were younger, you you literally just give her like an equation and not like a plus sign, a plus plus equation. You'll give her like two times 10 divided by seven, um, multiple by, like you just, give her a number, she'll just calculate it in her mind and boom, while you're still pressing your calculator trying to figure <laughs> out the number, this girl has the number for you. Okay? So you could just imagine the type of mind that she has but the beauty in all of that, Lisa, is that you're you're also so humble. You're always willing to serve. The thing with me is the fact that we are in a pandemic but you, the, you had this desire to serve, to yeah. serve people that were just like you so that they could also have this sense of freedom and 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 have their own voices and also just be like I'm not going to allow this pandemic to hold me down you know I'm mm-hmm. not going to allow this pandemic to um keep me away from getting that promotion I'm not going to allow this pandemic to make me feel like I'm stuck in this job for the for the next 10 years of my life like I could do better and I mm-hmm. think that it's it's really amazing that you you you're out in this world and I'm so grateful for your existence and so grateful for what you are doing for the community, especially the African black Caribbean community. Yeah. Because we need more of Lisa's (laughs) in this world. Like we we need more of us that are in high positions, but that don't just stay there 
with their nose up and be like, yeah, I'm a manager for the government, you know, swinging their hair and <laughs> all of that stuff. But it's like, yeah, I'm a manager and I want you to be a manager too because mm-hmm. I'm not the only one that's winning. Because when I win, we literally all win. And Definitely. from everything that you've shared today, that's really what's like resonating in me. It's like, you want all of us to win. You mm-hmm. want everyone to win. Another background story, Lisa, I've been doing my resumes from time. <laughs> Like since the time that she knew how to write, like since she was in high school, college, this girl been working, helping me out with my resumes. Okay. <laughs> so this is not, not a surprise that this is what you're doing right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's funny because during that time when you were helping me out with my resumes, I don't even think that you, you realize that you're actually doing like doing something that will yeah, follow sure. you 20 years down the line. Yeah, like, definitely. It, it's wild. <laughs> it's, it's really, really wild. So um, just before we, we end everything today, Lisa, I just want to find out. So your your customers, your clients, you said that they're, mo- you're, well, you're rebranded, right? So it's mm-hmm. really introverted women, professional. You said high to, or middle to yeah. high level professionals. So mostly work with mid-level professionals so what I would say is 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 anyone who's not like a recent graduate not a student but people who have already been in the workforce and um and then up to like executives so executives mostly I work with them on on their personal branding being able to help them to uh, build LinkedIn profiles so that's where I work mostly with executives and that's uh, you know, C-suite. So it could be a C-suite business owner or uh, uh, a career professional. So, so yeah, like I don't work with, with students or, or entry level professionals. Uh, and that's really my, my target audience and okay. the people that, uh, that the, the services are more targeted to, because it's people right. who want to move up, people right. who are looking to, to get promoted at work. Yeah. Right. And for your clients, like what has been the hardest thing to do during this COVID-19? What, like what, what trend have you seen with these clients that are trying to get promoted or trying to be managers and executives that are working on their brand? Is there like a common theme that you find that that's been a struggle because it's been COVID? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it all goes down to mindset and, you know, sometimes people come in with this thinking like no one is hiring or, you know, they're not going to choose me. Uh, You know, there's so much competition, but getting people away from that way of thinking and realizing and focusing on the value they have to offer, I think has been the biggest thing, you know, and sometimes it's the little things that can make the world of a difference in boosting your confidence. Like I was, I'm working with a client right now in the States and I sent her her resume. I reviewed it and um, she's a, like a one-on-one client. So we're working together over three months and just receiving the resume, she was like, whoa, you know, is that me? And I get those, like that feedback all the time. Like, yeah, it's you, but it's just being able to uncover that awesomeness that's in you, that 
you 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 sometimes you you know people often downplay you know yeah. you don't see it because you're like yeah I wrote that report it's not you know you think it's not that big of a deal uh, you know I I led the hiring process I was just doing my job mm. but then when you're telling me these stories I'm like seriously you did that and mm. I don't see it on your resume so just you know taking the time to have people have the opportunity to share their story because a lot of the work that I do is about uncovering the stories that people have so storytelling is 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 the first part of personal branding and so hearing their stories and being able to use those stories to build who they are and that's really what it's about all right Lisa well that's that's really great um it it just like just like i said she just want all of us to win <laughs> and this is <laughs> This is really amazing because you're not only like, you know, helping them with their careers and resumes and all of that stuff. You're also um, assisting your clients with their mindsets, especially during Mm -hmm. the pandemic where mental health has been really high Mm -hmm. Um, in the past. Has it been almost two years now that the pandemic hit? Our mindsets is so, so key because it's it's really easy to just ignore ourselves, ignore our greatness Mm-hmm. Um and kind of fall in this like this rabbit hole, you know, where you're just like, ah, this ain't nothing, it's just that. But like, no, this is great, you know, like let the world know that you are great. Yeah. So, and you know, one thing I'll just add um is this culture also makes a difference, you know. And that's mm. something I'm realizing with time. The more I'm working with people from different places all over the world is that they often tell me, you know, I, w- I wasn't brought up this way. I wasn't brought up to be saying yes. I did this or I did that. Yes. You know, I, I, you, that's what ex- is expected of you. I do my job and I, I, I just focus on that, but that's not how the, the job market works if you want to be able to move. So culture is a big thing that, um, you know, being able to, recognize that now and being able to to show people that you know when you're you're talking about your achievements you're not bragging you're not boasting you're not being pompous yeah exactly you're stating facts you did it Mm. you did it and you have evidence so let people know right so so but then you still have to find that balance right because you can cross the line where you know now people are 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 overdoing it and it does become bragging so finding that balance is where it's really important i love that wow thank you so much for for sharing that and definitely our our culture (laughs) it tells you it teaches you to stay humble but like humility to the point where you're fearful like mm-hmm. you fear even yourself, like humility to the point where it's like, you're not allowed to say anything, especially as a woman, you're not allowed to say anything. You're not allowed to show the world like how awesome you are. Just stay in your little corner and do your work, you know? So yeah. it's like, and I think for, um, for professional women of color, it must be even, I remember you were, you were sharing this story about, one of your colleagues that's been that was working in I think it was it when you were with um, immigration if I'm not mistaken or with one of the fields um, in government 
um, mm-hmm. that was there for a while. And that, that colleague was complaining a lot about, oh, not being promoted, not being promoted, not being promoted. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden you just went, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 find your way to get promoted right yeah. and and it's and i think with what you just said it's culture mm-hmm. it's, it's her mindset it was the way that she was brought up that mm-hmm. led her to stay where she was you know it's like i've been working so hard why is not why isn't anybody like reaching out to me exactly. why, why aren't they telling me that i am great mm-hmm. you know and it's like we wait for somebody to validate us but yeah. it's like no you are valid you are validated already yeah show them exactly exactly and then this thing also is just you sometimes also just have to understand how the system works. Yes. Just sometimes it can happen where people find themselves where they're saying they're stuck, they can't move up, but it's like, okay, did you, you know, do you know what's the process to move up? Did you apply? Did you, um, you know, contact this person or did you do that? No, I didn't do it. I, I thought somebody, you know, they, so just that, time to understand how the system works is also very important to empower people to be able to make the decisions for their careers because a lot of people don't understand how the system often works i'm guilty of that i'm I'm not gonna (laughs) lie i'm so guilty of that and you know it like I'm sometimes very ignorant, especially when I go into like a work field because of the way that I was, well, we were brought up. I was brought up. Um, it was like, you just go to work. That's, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. You go, you make the money and that's it. And the sad part is that you, you live your whole life like that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I look at some of our, our parents and our friends' parents and all that, and they're still living that way where they yeah. could have been, they have diplomas. Our parents went to school mm-hmm. when they came here. They could have been at a better place, but sadly, because of their mindset, because of mm-hmm. the culture, they just stayed where they stayed for like 15, 20 years. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's, um, this is something I'm trying to change. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I have a sister like Lisa Pia, I don't have a choice but to change that mindset of mine. You know what I mean? Um, but Lisa, before you let us go, can you just yeah. give us at least like three tips? Um, I know you have, I don't know if that promo is still going on. Um, you have this like um, resume rework promotion that's that's happening. Mm-hmm. And your content, guys, you need to go follow her on Instagram if you are a mid-level, is that, is that how we say it, Lisa? Uh-huh. Mid-level yeah. professional to executive and you are looking for tips to upgrade yourself. She gives amazing tips for free. Free content. Okay. <laughs> go get the free content. If you if you can't afford it right now, get yeah. the free content. Well, actually, you should be able to afford it because you mid-level. Come on now. <laughs> But honestly, like some people have messaged me that just by following your content, I got promoted just by following your content, I got a job. So, you know, I put it out there. So (laughs) I might as well take advantage. No, for real. Like sometimes I read some stuff. I'm like, yo, especially the one that he was the one you posted recently mm-hmm. where you wrote um about, I think it was like 50 word. No, no, not the 50 words one. I think it was like, um, 
things things that you shouldn't put in your resume or something in the store and then there was okay. one of the one of them that was like when you say things oh, like um, literally <laughs> and and I'm like yeah that's me like I have all those <laughs> adjectives in my whole resume <laughs> like it's everywhere <laughs> that was very helpful honestly and the fact that you also give like words that we can use I, and, and mm-hmm. i think the other recent one was like 50 words that you could put in your resume see yeah. i follow i i read Thank your you stuff sis. okay yeah, because sometimes i see people's resumes uh, you know i worked 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 i managed 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 i led 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 it's like you know there are other words there are other words <laughs> there's other words and some of those words i was like oh this one is juicy i was like oh i like this word <laughs> so okay so as i said can you yeah. give us three tips for those that are uh, maybe don't have access to Instagram or that don't go on Instagram or whatnot or LinkedIn or whatever that it is that they're listening to this podcast as to how three tips on how can you get promoted? How, what are the, the, what, what are three things that one can do to maybe start that promotion um, process during a pandemic? (laughs) Sure. Um, the first thing I would say is to uh, truly understand what it is exactly that you want. So you want a promotion. You have to be specific. What role? What's the job title? What are your salary expectations? And do you meet those requirements? So knowing what you want is definitely the first step and then doing the necessary research. When you are able to do that, you'll see that maybe it's not where I am right now. Maybe to get my promotion, I need to go to another company or maybe I need to make some adjustments to my background. I need to take this course or I need to uh, get this skill. I always tell people you don't plan for a promotion when you're ready to get promoted. You plan for the promotion way before that time. Wow. You plan for the promotion. Even when you just started a new job, that's when you're planning for the next one. So look at job posters and find out like what are the skills, experiences that I need to get to the next level. And you can do that now, not when you're ready to move. So that's the first thing, understanding what exactly you want. The second thing is understanding organizational structures. Whether you're in the private sector, you're in the public sector, nonprofit, it's very, very different depending on where you are in terms of what uh, the process is to move up. So um, it's important for you if you are in whatever sector or whatever company, know if your company has a promotion policy, know if you're unionized, what does the collective agreement say about moving up? Educate yourself about that because once you understand the system, then you'll be able to know what you need to do to move up. And then the last thing I would say is um, have confidence in yourself and know that you can do it. You know, um, a lot of the work that I do with my clients is often the work firstly with them, them being rec- able to recognize the value they have to offer because you can't convince someone else if you haven't convinced yourself. So 
you need to be able to have that confidence in yourself, know the value you offer. And when you are walking in that, people will recognize it and will want to give you those opportunities. So really it's, it's about being able to believe in yourself and then put yourself out there in terms of visibility, whether it's online or offline at work. And you will see that with time, when you do that consistently, opportunities start coming to you. You won't be the one always chasing, oh, I need this next job, I need this next job. You realize that with time, and what's happening with some of my clients that I've worked with more on a longer term is that they are seeing now that the that work that they did six months ago on their LinkedIn, that work they did six months ago on their resume is paying off because recruiters are contacting them. Wow. And letting them know, hey, there's an opportunity here. Are you interested? So those are the three tips that I would give. Uh, It's about, you know, you defining your employment target, being able to be clear about what you want. Uh, Secondly, understanding how the organization works and the structure and then putting yourself out there and going for it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I mean, we, 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 we could talk for another hour, but <laughs> we don't. You have your son that's calling you, so we don't have another hour. Lisa, thank you so much, um, you know, for making time for this uh, conversation. And if somebody's looking to follow you or looking to contact you, where can they find you? Sure. So my website is word dot ca and um you can contact me through the website or you can reach out directly to me on linkedin uh my my name is lisa as i'm gonna mention with two s's l-i-s-s-a and last name apia you can find me there if you are on instagram then it's at weapply.ca yay <laughs> well Thank you, love. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. It's been really an amazing conversation. And hey, this was Umami Conversation. (laughs) And we were sitting down with Lisa Pia, my beloved sister. Blessings. Bye, y'all. And that's about it. That's the end of our conversation with Lisa Appiah. Thank you for tuning in. And I'd like to share three points that I've taken from the second part of this conversation. So it's important to plan in advance in everything that you do. Also, setting boundaries is key for a successful um, life and a balanced life. And it's okay to share about your greatness. The only thing, don't be cocky about it, but let the world know how great you are. Don't stay muted. All right. So until next Thursday, come back for our another episode on our COVID series. This time around, it's going to be with Gitana Kilite. She is a CEO and founder of Temple Ka. It is, anyways, I'm not going to spill all the beans. Come back Thursday, find out about her experience during COVID. Blessing.